the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And welcome to the program. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour taking your calls and talking about the Bible. So if you've got a Bible question, if you have a uh, prayer request, if there's something you want to pray about tonight, I invite you to call in. The number is one 888 But before we do anything, let's pray. Would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? Would you pray that the Lord would use this next hour for his purpose, for his glory, that we would feel, know, and see God's power released in this next hour. So, Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. I thank you, Lord, for your love and your kindness, your compassion and your favor. And I pray, Lord, that you would use this next hour for your purpose. Lord, the Holy Spirit, that you would have your way Fill us, Lord, fill each and every one of us, each and every listener, that we would know the presence of a mighty and awesome and holy God, that you would use this time, Lord, to heal your people, that you would use this time, Lord, to fill our minds with your thoughts, that we would know you, that we would come closer to you tonight, Father. I just pray for each and every listener. Holy Spirit, take control. Let your power be manifest tonight. And use this radio program in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. This is a live program. We're here in Studio B at KKLA in Glendale. And we are ready to take your calls. So if you have a prayer request, if you have a need, if you have a desire you want to put before the Lord tonight, I invite you to call in. You know, the, the Bible tells us in Philippians, the fourth chapter, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So if you're anxious tonight, if you're fearful, if there's something going on that you need to pray about, that you want to bring before the Lord, I hope you'll give us the opportunity, the honor to pray with you, to pray for you. So call in tonight with your prayer requests. If you have a need, if you know somebody has a need, if you want, if you want to stand in the gap for, for, for a loved one, for a friend, for a relative, for anybody, call in tonight. We want to pray with you. The number is one 995 5552 That's one 
995-5552 for the live on the air calls for your prayer requests. Also for your Bible questions. You know, we've had some great Bible questions in the last few weeks. So if you have a Bible question, if there's something you want to seek the Lord, seek God's word for the for the answer to your question, whether it's on the Bible, Christianity, uh, church, uh, the cults, the occult, uh, world religions, whether it's, uh, like I said, the cults, whether it's Jehovah Witnesses or Mormons or uh, Oneness Pentecost, whatever your question is, maybe you heard something, maybe you read something, and you want to get a better understanding, well, let's look for the answer to your question in God's Word. You know, the Bible has the answer to our questions. So if you have a question on Christianity, theology, doctrine, whatever your question is, I want, I'd want i love the opportunity to, to look it up, to find the, the answer to your question in God's Word. The number is one 995 That's one 995 for the live on-the-air calls for your Bible questions, uh, your testimonies, praise reports. What has the Lord done for you this week, this month? Would you like to share it? Would you like to just proclaim God's uh, glory and what he's done for you and how he's blessed you this week or this month, how he's answered your prayers? We'd love to hear your testimony. It's an encouragement for all of us to hear what God is doing. So if you have a testimony, a praise report, a Bible question, or a prayer request, call in tonight. The number is one 888 995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. And um, I have a prayer request, of course. Uh, if you've been listening, you know that uh, a very dear brother uh, in the Lord went home to be with the Lord this last week. And we want to pray for the family. Wally Mitchell, who was the uh, worship leader for our church for many, many years, he was there at the beginning of the church when the church began in 1977. Um, and uh, he went home to be with the Lord, and we just want to pray for the family. We want to pray for his wife, his children, his mom, his dad. So would you help me and pray right now? Father, you are the God of love and compassion, mercy and comfort and peace. You said, Lord, that when we come to you and pray, that we can be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, we can make our requests known unto you. And you said your peace will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So I pray for the family. I pray for Nancy Mugodot, his wife. I pray for many and Sammy Mugodot, Sally, all the family Mugodot, Safkite, Signe Mugodel. Comfort them. Give them your peace Mugodel. This departure is, is, is difficult. And he is in your kingdom today, Lord. He is enjoying your presence, but he's absent from us. And it's hard. The departure is bittersweet. It's sweet because we know that he's gained his reward. But it's bitter because he's no longer with us. And we can't enjoy him anymore, but you're enjoying Wally. And I thank you and I praise you, Lord. And I ask your peace and your comfort upon the family, that your comforter would come and comfort the family, that your peace that surpasses all understanding, 
the world can't understand, Mugodel, how we can get through these situations, Mugodel, but we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Strengthen us in your strength, in your power, with your peace and your comfort. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And I pray and I ask that you would continue to pray for the family, to pray for Nancy, the kids, the grandkids, mom and dad, it is a difficult time, but the Lord, you know, we, we, we think of the Psalms, I think it's Psalm 121, you know, where does our help come from? Our help comes from the Lord. We look up, we look to the hills from where does our help come from? Our help comes from the Lord. And he will get the family through this, and he will get you through whatever you're going through. But it takes your prayer. It takes your faith to pick up the phone and to ask and to seek. You know, I, I, I often um, quote Jeremiah twenty nine twelve. It says, when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me, declares the Lord. But it takes you to seek him. And that begins by picking up the phone and dialing 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls. If you're, for your prayer requests, whatever your need is, we want to bring it before the Lord. Whatever your question is, we want to seek the Lord's word to answer your question, whether it's on Christianity or Buddhism, or Islam, or whatever. The cults, the occult, world religions, doctrine, theology. Call in tonight with your question. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. We're going to get to our calls in just a few seconds. So uh, Craig, Sylvia, Jeremiah, keep holding on. We'll be with you in just a moment. I just want to make a few announcements. I want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for uh, a prayer meeting, for a worship meeting. Uh, if you have a desire to be in God's presence, if you have a desire to be just with the Lord at his feet, worshiping and just seeking him, we encourage you. We invite you to come out and be a part of the worship, be a part of the prayer meeting in Arcadia every Friday night at 8 p.m. Uh, I know it's been difficult the last few weeks. Uh, we've had some uh, cancellations. We've had some, you know, uh, there were nights that we were taking the prayer meeting to the hospital where Wally was so he could be with the family. Uh, but we will be back to a normal schedule this week. So this coming Friday, I hope you'll come out and join us for church, join us for prayer meeting. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Just take the 210 freeway, get off at Santa Anita Avenue, go north one block to Foothill Boulevard. Make a right, go one more block to 1st Avenue, make another right, and come down about halfway down the street. You'll see us at the corner of Forest and 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia, Friday nights. I know it's a week away, but you can mark your calendar, put a reminder in your smartphone, whatever you have to do. But remember, Friday nights to come out and worship with us uh, in Arcadia at 805 North 1st Avenue, 8 p.m. Friday nights. And also we have church on uh, Sundays, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Pastor Walter Hoffman is the pastor of the Hills Church. And we have service at 10 a.m., 
Sunday morning. So if you're looking for a church to worship, if you're looking for a church to visit, come out uh, to the church at 805 North First Avenue, 10 a.m. Uh, on Sunday mornings. Also, you can listen to this program. You're listening to it live, but um, if you've missed the program or if you want to catch up, you can listen to us on podcast. Just go to kkla.com and look for the podcast page, and you'll see us there as you scroll down the Gypsy Christian Hour. Tell a friend. Tell somebody about the radio program. Be a part of the ministry. Be an outreach, an extension of the ministry, and let somebody know about this program, about uh, the prayer requests that we do, about the uh, questions we answer, about the messages we do. So tell your friends to listen to the Gypsy Christian Hour by on podcast at kkla.com and look for the podcast page, or you can uh, download the free app. There's a KKLA free app that you can download. Um, just go to Google Play or your iTunes store and look for KKLA. Download the app. And then you can listen to not only this program, but all the programs here at KKLA that are, uh, that are on during the day and also that are archived on the podcast page. There's a lot of things to do with the app. It's a great app. So I encourage you to download that app and uh, get listening to all the great programs here on KKLA. Tell a friend, tell somebody about the Gypsy Christian Hour that they would listen and, and that the Lord would bless them, hopefully, through this program. So uh, we're going to go to our phone lines. And uh, if you want to call in tonight, the the lines are some of the lines are open. Uh, you can call in at one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on the air calls for your prayer requests, Bible questions, and testimonies, praise reports. So call in. Uh, we're going to go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Craig. Hi, Craig. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hello. Hour. How can we help you tonight? I just want to say thank you, first of all, for taking my call. I appreciate you being on the air and helping uh, everyone out there. Um, I am just greatly troubled. I've, I'm homeless uh, for over a year now. I live in my car. Um, I'm a Christian. I go to Shepherd of the Hills Church in um, uh, California, mm-hmm. in um, Porter Ranch, and uh, I've been going there for like oh, probably 13 years. I've been a Christian all my life since about the age of seven, and I've been through the situation, and I don't know um, why I don't have answers to my prayer um, regarding uh, why I can't to get out of my situation. Mm-hmm. I work full time. Um, I'm responsible. I'm, you know, I go to church every weekend, and uh, I love the Lord. And uh, he is first in my life. And I am just uh, greatly troubled um, by my situation, and I don't know how to get out of it. And I just want, was wondering if you have any suggestions or uh, any way maybe you can help me. I, I take a shower every day at 24-Hour Fitness. I'm a member there just so I can get a shower mm-hmm. and, and go to work every day. And uh, I just... Um, feel like I'm in just a spot that I can't get out of, and I don't know what to do. Well, Craig, first of all, let me commend you for your faithfulness. You know, Pastor Dudley Rutherford, I know, is the pastor at your church, and he's a a wonderful man, and he's a great preacher, and he loves the Lord. Uh, So, you know, where you're going to church is great, and I commend you for your faithfulness. Even though you've been living in your car and you're homeless, uh, you know, the, the, the... the scripture I read tonight, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm fighting a cold, so excuse my voice, uh, it says, be anxious for nothing, 
But in everything, by prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your heart and your mind. And it sounds like the Lord is guarding your heart and he is guarding your mind because you're being faithful and you're praying and you're seeking. You're seeking the Lord. The, the fact that you're calling this program tonight, you're seeking the Lord. But the Lord answers, and the Lord answers every prayer. We know that. But his answer is sometimes yes, other times it's no, and often it's wait. And it sounds to me, Craig, that you're in a waiting place, and God is doing a work in you. You know, that during this time of your hardship, during this time of living in your car and having to, you know, uh, make, make do with, uh, with, with the things that you, you're doing, God is doing a work in your life, and he's strengthening your faith, and he's, he's increasing your trust. So I would say continue, Craig. Continue in your faithfulness because God honors faithfulness. God will honor your faithfulness, and he will give you the desire of your heart. You know, he will uh, provide a place for you to live. He will increase your, your, your prosperity. You know, Paul said, I would that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. And that's what God wants to do most in our life. He wants to prosper our souls and prosper our, our thinking and, and, and how we live and how we are faithful and trust him. So I just want to take the opportunity, Craig, to pray with you right now for your circumstances. Uh, thank you. For, what, for what's going on. Father, I thank you for Craig. I thank you for the divine appointment, Lord, tonight of him calling the radio and, and us being able to pray together. And I, I hope that everybody who's listening is praying for Craig right now. Lord, and are, we're encouraged by Craig's faithfulness, Father, that for so long, Father, he's given his life to you and he's continuing, Lord, to follow you and to trust you and to seek you. Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would, that you would pour out a, a blessing upon Craig, Father, that he's unable to, to, to contain. Lord, that it would be pressed down, shaken together, and running over, that he would share your blessing with others, Father, that there would be so much blessing, Lord, that he would not contain it, that he would have to share it with others, that others would see his faithfulness, Lord, that others would see, Lord, his trust and how he rests in you and how he seeks you, Father, and be encouraged as I am encouraged through, faith, through, through Craig's faith right now, Lord. I pray your blessing, Lord, that you would find a place, Lord, that you would appoint a place for him to live, Lord, and thrive, and that he would prosper, Lord. I pray, Lord, that, that you would give him faith and that you would give him, that you increase his faith, his trust, Lord, and that your perfect will would be accomplished in his life. Jeremiah 29, 11, you know the plans that you have for Craig, plans for his welfare and his prosperity, pr plans to prosper him and to give him a hope for the future, Lord. I pray that that hope be manifest, Lord, through the answer of this prayer, Lord, that you would do abundantly beyond what we ask. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Hey, God um, bless you, my brother. And I know, I know that I know that I know that God has a plan for your life, that he's got a place appointed for you. Amen. Amen. And I say it to myself all the time. It's just sometimes I need a little reinforcement. And um, you're a blessing. And I just want to say well, thank you so much. And, glad, and God bless you. I'm glad to be here and to, 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 to be a part of what God is doing in your life. You know, steel sharpens steel. And we are to encourage and to exhort and to build each other up in the faith. And I hope that's Amen. what you've received tonight. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate your God time. bless you, Craig. Good night. 
If you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, doctrine, theology, whatever, the number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls. Call in. Uh, we're 20 minutes into the program already, so get your calls in early so we have a chance to, to pray with you, to talk to you. And also I'll get to the message tonight. So the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Sylvia. Hi Sylvia. You. Hi, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? I'm so happy to hear your voice and uh, you sound great and I want you to know I pray for not only you but for everybody that uh, call and have a need and I think it's a a great thing to do that for all of us. Thank you, Sylvia. God bless you. Uh, yes, um, I I went through a lot in, in the last month. Um, I ended up in a hospital. I had a small stroke, and uh, I I had some uh, problems because uh, I have to move. Uh, anyway, I. You know, I feel like collapsing, but now I feel better. But I need to find a, a house. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to ask for prayers, not only for me, but for all the ones that need to find a place. And I um, I just want prayer. I feel so much better already, though. And I was praying the prayer that you did before. It was also mana. And I receive a lot from that too. Oh, praise the Lord! Well, you know the Book of James tells us that is any is anyone among you sick? Is anyone in need? He says, "Call for the elders of the church, and let them lay hands and anoint them with oil." And the symbol of the Holy Spirit is the oil that the anointing oil. And I just pray, Father that your anointing oil, that your Holy Spirit would be upon Sylvia right now, Lord. Lord, we lay hands on Sylvia, even though we're not physically here together, Lord, but we can lay hands, Lord, by extending our our, our hands and just blessing her in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just pray your blessing upon Sylvia. I pray the anointing of your Holy Spirit, the infilling of your Holy Spirit upon her, Lord, that you would heal her, Lord, from this stroke, that you would heal her, Lord, from any infirmity, heal her, Lord, from any sickness or disease, Father. And I pray, Lord, that she would prosper and be in health as her soul prospers, Lord, that you would bless her abundantly, Lord, that she would find everything that she needs and desires, Lord, as she prays and seeks you, Lord, as she desires to serve you, Lord. I just pray, Lord, an abundant blessing upon Sylvia in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, and God bless you. God bless you, Sylvia. Good night. Good night. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, you're on the air. How can we help you? Hey, Sammy. How you doing today? Doing okay. We're doing good. How you doing? Yeah. How can we pray? How are you guys feeling? Doing okay, you know, fighting off a little cold, but uh, the Lord is the Lord yeah. is faithful. How can we pray for you tonight, Jeremiah? Okay, well, I got a couple questions. Okay. Uh, let me first start off, like, you know, like that guy Joe said, you know, his, you know, he feels like his prayers are not being answered, you know what I mean? Because he's been homeless since a year, and mm-hmm. like he can't get a place. 
And I've been trying to do it, too, for four months, and, like, everything has happened. And, you know, mm -hmm. since I left my place where you came to in North Hollywood, like, uh -huh. it had been a nightmare, you know what I mean? Like, sure. I can't get a place for four months. I don't know what's going on. I keep praying. I keep praying, you know. I, do, I don't bother nobody, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't do double. I don't bother nobody, you know. Right. You know, I don't know why. Well, a lot of times, like I said, you know, the answer to our prayer is yes, or the answer to our prayer is no. You know, and a lot of yeah, times, yeah, but I don't understand why would it be no. no. no you know I mean, I mean, I'm not saying it's no. I'm saying sometimes. I'm saying sometimes it's wait. The Lord yeah, has I got understand. you in a place you know, of like waiting. Like everything right happened, now. you know. Even after I left my place, even uh, you mm -hmm. know, Danny died a month later. Yeah. And now even, you know what I mean? Now even my friend Arthur, the guy Joe's getting kicked out. Mm -hmm. Okay, he went and he went to court. He's got kicked out. He's got the September. September 30th, the move, and he's old, and he's sick, too, yeah. and I don't know where he's going to go. See, there's a lot of stress, and um, if you could pray for me, for God Amen. to give me a place, and, Amen. Well, you know, for God to open the doors, and if you could pray for Arthur. Well, let's pray. Father, that we can have confidence before you, that you hear every prayer, that this is the confidence we have, Lord. That if we ask anything according to your will, that you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, Mugodad, you hear every prayer. You hear every prayer that is offered up to you, Mugodad. We know that if you hear us, Lord, that we can have whatever we ask when it's according to your will. And I pray, Mugodad, for Jeremiah. I pray for his mom. I pray for this guy, Joe Mugodad. I pray, Mugodad, the place, the stress of not having a home, so many are, are, are struggling, the, the previous phone call, so homeless, but I pray for Jeremiah. I pray, Lord, that the answer would come soon, Mugodad, that your answer would come soon, that the answer to his prayer, Mugodad, would be yes and amen. Here's the place, Jeremiah. Show him, Lord. Lead him and guide him to the place that you've appointed for him, Lord. There is a place there for him, Mugodad. There is a house, an apartment, some place, Lord, that you've shown, that you, that you will show him, that you'll take him to, that he'll be able to get, Mugodad. I pray, Mugodad, your abundant blessing upon, upon Jeremiah, Mugodad. I pray that your perfect will would be accomplished in his life. I pray, Lord, for a manifestation of your power and your will in his life to accomplish abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask, Mugodad, in Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah, could you pray for my friend Arthur, too? Because the guy Joe's getting kicked out and he needs a place well, to Lord, stay, we, too. Lord, we, we pray for Arthur, Mugodad. That in the same way, Lord, you would bless Arthur, Mugodel. Lord, that you would supply for his needs. You said in your word, Mugodel, my God supplies for all of our needs, for all of my needs, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Lord, you have everything in your hands, Mugodel. You have every situation and circumstance in your hand. And I know, Mugodel, that Arthur, Lord, as we seek on his behalf, as we stand in the gap for Arthur, Mugodel, I pray your blessing upon him, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Father, Son, and the Holy God Spirit. Bless How you, are you guys doing? How's Safka doing? He, he's doing okay. We were together today. We had the burial today over at Inglewood Cemetery, and he's home now with the family, and uh, 
Everybody, we had a lot of support. I thank God for the support and for everybody coming thank out. Thank God, too. I prayed so, for you guys. So you guys buried Wally in Inglewood. Yeah, he was, we, we had the burial today. So just keep mm-hmm. us in and prayer. That's where Ricky is buried, too, right? Isn't that his son? Yeah, he's, out, he's in the same place right there. Oh, so God keep, rest her soul. What could I say, my God? Amen. What could I say there in heaven with God? Amen. Amen. So God okay, bless you, well, Jeremiah. I'll keep praying for you guys. Thank God you. bless you guys. God bless. Bye. Let's go to our next caller. We want to talk to Amaka. Hi, Amaka. This is Sam. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? Doing okay. We're getting we're getting through it, Amaka. The Lord is the Lord is uh, our comforter. He's our peace, and He's our strength. He He truly is. How can we pray for you tonight, Amaka? Oh, uh, first of all, I would like to like you know thank God for the gift of life, you know, and also for for His faithfulness. Like I've not um, taken my daughter to the hospital or nothing. I've not gone to the hospital or anything. You know, I would like to thank Him for that. And then I would like to pray for marital breakthrough because. I am 33 years old now, and for 33 years, like, since I started dating, like, it's always been the wrong guy. I don't know if it's me or the guy. I I don't just know what it is, but I Mm -hmm. keep praying and asking God to uh, give me that one. And then when it comes, it feels like, oh, it is God giving me. But at the end of the day, you know, it becomes, like, something that frustrates me and you know i never meet the right person you know mm-hmm. and i really want a family you know i want to settle down and everything but it, it never just works for me you know so i'm asking and praying and believing god for that so i would like you to join me in prayer well, you know to ask god to give me that one well let's do that right now maka father we come before you in grateful praise and worship. We thank you for Amaka Modell, for her daughter. We thank you, Lord, for the blessing of life and health and prosperity, Lord. We thank you for all that you're doing in her life, Father. And we just give you the praise, the honor, and the glory because you are our sustainer. You sustain us and you give us life, the breath of life was breathed upon us, Father. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for eternal life, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are preparing a place for us and that we will all be in your kingdom, Father, one day. But, Lord, as we are here on this earth now, Father, I pray, Lord, for Amaka, Lord, that her desire to serve you, her desire, Lord, to to follow you, her, her, her desire, Lord, to do your will would be manifest in her life, Lord. And that you would provide a mate for her, someone, Lord, that is a godly man. Someone, Lord, that Lord, that you would open her eyes, Lord, to that man who will come in her life, Lord, that you will appoint, Father. I pray, Lord, for a soulmate, Lord, that will encourage her and that will be able to take upon him, Lord, the, the yoke of unity, Lord, to serve you with Amaka. Lord, I pray, Lord, for your perfect will and your perfect desire to be accomplished in her life. I pray, Father, according to your will, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you, my sister. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling. God bless. Yeah. God bless you. 
And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a, a prayer request or if you have a question, uh, if there's something you'd like to talk about, call in tonight. The number is one 995 That's one 995 uh, We're going to take a few more calls, and then we're going to do our message. So uh, call in quickly. Uh, it's, we're halfway through the program already, so let's, uh, let's talk to Vicki. Hi, Vicki, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? I just wanted to thank you, Sammy, for last week when you prayed uh, for Rita and came in agreement. I did what you said. I gave her Jeremiah 2911. Praise the Lord. her again, she said that it's gone. She, she was smiling. Oh, she hallelujah. Said, the suicidal thoughts, the fear, that torment is gone. Oh, praise the Lord. That is so encouraging. Praise yeah, the Lord. Yeah, that's awesome. He is so awesome. He is he so is. awesome and faithful. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's an amazing praise report. Thank you so much for calling in and letting us know. And Father, I just pray for Vicky, Lord, Lord, that she was be that Lord, you were able to use her, Lord, to reach out to her friend, Lord, and encourage her friend Rita, Lord. And I pray for Rita, Lord, that you would continue to bless her, Father, Lord, that she would have the thoughts of God, that her thoughts would be joyful and encouraging, Lord, that she would, Lord, continue, Lord, in your will and in your purpose. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen their friendship and that they would encourage each other, Lord. As steel sharpens steel, Lord, so let their faith be strengthened, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you, Vicki. Thank you for calling in with that praise report. I appreciate that. That's You're awesome. welcome, Sammy. Thank you. God bless. Bye. Uh, let's go to our next caller and talk to Megan. Hi, Megan. Hi. Hi. How can we help you tonight? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I am battling an addiction, mm-hmm. and um, I've been, you know, I've been watching very carefully what goes into my soul, mm-hmm. like in terms of like um, music and media and all that. And I've just been filling myself with the Word of God and with worship, and so I'm trying to get all the yuck out. But mm-hmm. I just got some amazing news that I'm going to be going to a Teen Challenge in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I just want prayer for that because I'm nervous about it, but I'm so excited and I'm so thankful. And God just blew my mind with this one. He totally did because I'm going to be able to have my daughter with me. Praise and the Lord. that was my number one concern. So Amen. just um, can you just pray that yes. all will go well? Yes, but I want to give you a scripture, and I'm sure you already know it. It's Philippians 4 8. It says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, Whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things, the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So, Megan, I just want to encourage you to dwell on these things that are pure and true and lovely and of good repute, fill your, continue to fill your mind with the thoughts of God. Fill your mind with his word. Memorize scripture. Meditate on scripture. And let the Holy Spirit have his way, and he will free you from any addiction. Whatever you're battling, whatever you're struggling with, he's the one that will give you strength. But I also encourage you to get help. You know, we can't do these things alone. Addictions are a terrible menace on, on, on God's people, and you need help. You can't do it alone. You can't white-knuckle it. When you do it alone, you're just white-knuckling. You're holding on, and you're trying to do it in your own strength, but you can't. 
You know, yes. God says that the Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but we also need the strength of other Christians, of other uh, a, a counselor. So I encourage you to talk to your pastor. Get to a counselor who can help you, a Christian counselor who can give you help and give you direction and give you encouragement so that you can be accountable uh, not only to God but uh, to other Christians to be encouraged and strengthened to to break the chain of addiction. So, Father, I just pray for, for Megan right now, Lord. Lord, that you would use these scriptures in her life, that you would strengthen her, that you would break these addictions, Lord. <coughs> Whatever addiction is she's struggling with, I pray, Lord, that this chain of addiction would be broken, that you would break it through the power of the Holy Spirit and free her in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, and I praise you, Father. I pray that you would lead her, Lord, to the counselor, Lord, of the Holy Spirit and the counselor of sound doctrine and counseling, Lord. I pray, Father, that you would do a mighty work in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Megan. God bless you, too. Thank you. Let's take another call, and we'll talk to Janet. Hi, Janet. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, I want to. Um, I want you to. Uh, would you pray for my son? His name is Adam Womack, and um, we have. You know, I've been going back and forth to court. Um, you know, for mm-hmm. him, you know, since November of last year, and um, this Monday they supposed to hopefully settle the situation. And I, I don't know. You know what they're gonna do. Um, you know, his case is sure. involved in something, you know, like a robbery or something, but they didn't, you know, have no evidence of everything. Well, let's, <clears throat> let's pray for God's will. Let's pray for yeah. God's will. Father, we come before you. We stand in the gap for Adam, Lord. And whatever's going on with Adam, Lord, I just pray, Father, that you would touch him with the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would change him, that you would bring him, Lord, into your presence, that he would know the convicting power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, to change his life. Lord, that his mind would be transformed by the renewing of his mind, Lord, that he would come into a true relationship with you, Father, and that he would know you and that he would desire to serve you and seek you for your will. And, Father, we pray about this court meeting. I pray, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished, Lord, that you would do all that you desire to do for Adam, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would... Bring good results, Lord, for whatever the situation is, for whatever the circumstance, Lord, that you would cause all things to work together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would have your way in Adam's life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, Janet. Let's take one more call, and then we'll get to our message. Hi, Marie. Oh, hi, Pastor. How are you doing? Uh, I am very blessed. I'm asking a prayer for my for my husband. He is uh, with uh, he had been diagnosed with uh, for now about uh, 15 years by he's schizophrenic the paranoia, and uh-huh. in the last three months he's been going from hospital to from mm-hmm. being in the hospital and then from home to home facility boarding cares where they care take care of them. And, uh, and, and what's his name, Marie? Lewis. Well, Father, we come before you for Lewis, Lord. Lord, 
We know that you have a plan and a purpose for Lewis's life, Lord. And I pray, Lord, your healing upon him, Lord. Lord, that he would be of sound mind, Lord. You have not given us a, a, a spirit of fear, but that of a sound mind. And I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would fill him, fill his mind, fill his soul, and heal his body, Lord. I pray, Lord, for your perfect will to be accomplished, Lord. We know, we know that you're a God that heals, Lord. We know you're a God of miracles, Lord. And I pray that you would use these circumstances, use this, Lord, for your glory. Lord, that your name would be praised and glorified, that we would have many more testimonies, Lord, of what you're doing and how you're blessing your people. Heal, Lewis, Father. Do what you desire to do, Lord. Have your way. And, Lord, I pray for for Marie, that you would strengthen her faith and her trust, that she would rest in you, Lord, knowing that you're in control of every circumstance, that you're in control of this situation, Lord, and you will do all that you desire to do in their life for his healing, for their marriage. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would have your perfect way in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, you, Marie. Thank you, Pastor, that you continue to help all those in need in prayer and continue your ministry because there are so many out there that need. Amen. Um, Amen. Well, we, it's, an, it's an honor to be here and be available to pray and to seek the Lord and, and, just, and just help in any way we can, Marie. Thank, Thank you for you your call. Much, God yes, bless. Thank you. Oh, praise the Lord. Well, it's 1240, and we want to get to our message. You know, I've been thinking a lot this week about Wally, about him going home to be with the Lord, you know, just reflecting about, on Wally's life. And we... You know, we heard that today at the at the funeral. So many uh, wonderful memories of how um, Wally touched lives through his ministry of worship. But he did go home to be with the Lord. He went home to receive his reward. You know, Matthew twenty five twenty one says that uh, it says his master said to him, "Well done." Good and faithful servant, good and faithful slave. You were faithful with few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And I truly believe that Wally heard those words, well done, good and faithful servant, well done, good and faithful slave. Enter into the joy of your master. Second Timothy says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. In the future there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. While he loved the Lord, and he was a good servant, a faithful servant, and he fought the good fight, and he finished the race, he finished the course. And I believe that he's in God's kingdom right now. He is receiving his reward in God's kingdom. And another word for God's kingdom is heaven. All Christians believe in heaven. If we didn't, this life would be meaningless. But do all Christians really believe heaven is a real place? You know, do we have a right understanding, a, a right perspective about the place we're going to go to after we leave this world? You know, I'm afraid, I'm not sure that, that, that most, that a lot of Christians really know or think about heaven. 
you know, God's kingdom should always be on our mind. We should be looking forward to being with God in his kingdom. We should be looking forward to entering into that reward. We should be looking forward to being with Jesus. But is our Christians really thinking about heaven and looking forward? Is, is heaven somewhere that, that we really want to go to? Because it's not easy to get there. We have to pass through the door of death. You know, we're all waiting for the rapture. We're looking forward to the rapture. But if the rapture doesn't come, the only way to get to heaven is to die. You know, and I think that uh, the fear of death is keeping a lot of Christians from really looking forward to entering into heaven, which is, is natural. It's normal. But, you know, we really need to know. We really need to understand that heaven really exists. There really is a place called heaven. There really is God's kingdom. It is a literal place. You know, Jesus said in John 14, it says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. And listen to this. For I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. It is Jesus' desire. It's his will that we someday, whether through passing through the door of death or at the rapture, that we will be with him in his kingdom. He went to prepare a place, a literal place. And, you know, I looked up the word place in the Greek, and it's the word topos. And it's a primary word. It's a primary Greek word that means a spot, a place. You know, it's a place, a space. It's a literal place that is limited by occupancy, like a home, a location, a tract. It's somewhere that Jesus is and that he wants us to be. It is a literal place, topos. It's a place, it's a spot. It's like having a home. And he said, in my Father's house are many dwelling places. And he went to prepare a place. Jesus is preparing. He's getting ready a place for you and for me in his kingdom. It's a real place, people. It's where Jesus is and where he longs for us to be. He desires us to live in this world, to be a place, to be a a light in the world. We're talking about today. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. We are to be examples of what God can do in this life because he's preparing another life for us in his kingdom to be in his presence. And like I said, heaven is a literal location. It's a place. It says that where I am, there you may be also. But the question is, do we really believe that heaven is real? And how real is heaven? You know, that's what I was thinking. How real is heaven? Because what do you think about when you think of heaven? Do you think of a, 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 an imaginary place? Do you think of a place of clouds and heart? You know, it's, it, that might be silly, but a lot of people think of heaven that way. But how real is heaven and how real is it to you? 
You know, I want to go to Genesis 1.1. And it says, <coughs> In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Very simple. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All that we see, feel, and touch, everything that you, everything around us has been created. That means there was a time when none of this existed. None of what you see ever, none of what you see, there was a time when there was nothing. It says, in the beginning, God. And then you go on, created. You know, God was in the beginning. God has been there forever. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. He's always been. But there was a time when the earth and the heaven, when nothing existed. There was none of this that you see. None of this, none of this material world existed at some time. And he created it all. And the question is, where did it come from? Where did everything we see, feel, and touch, where did it come from? It came from the creator. God created the heavens and the earth. So there was a time when all that we see, feel, and touch, it didn't exist. There was a time that nothing existed that you see now. And look at this. Revelation 4.11 tells us, Worthy are you, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and because of your will they existed and were created. For God's glory, for his honor, for his purpose, he created all that you see, feel, and touch. Everything. Everything was created. God created everything. God created heaven and earth. Heaven and earth has been created by God the Father. He created it all. All has been created for his glory. And something you need to know, God is spirit. You know, everything we see, feel, and touch is material. But God is spirit. Jesus said, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So the material world, that which we see, that which we feel and touch, anything you can put your hands on that's tangible, came from the Spirit, came from God who is Spirit. God is the Creator, God is Spirit, so the material world came from the Spirit. The Spirit world was before the material world. God exists in spirit, and he existed before the material world. This material world, what I'm saying is that the spirit is more real than the material. We think that what we see, feel, and touch, we think this is real. But this is not what's really real. Heaven is more real than where we are now. Now that's hard to to understand. That's hard to comprehend. That's hard to get a hold of. But try. Meditate on heaven. Meditate. Think about the spirit world. Think about where God is. Think about where Jesus is. And heaven is more real than where we are now. This world will pass away. The Bible tells us that all that we see, feel, and touch, everything that's here on earth is going to be burned up one day. It, this will not last. This world is passing. But where God is, who God is, is forever. 
Heaven is more real than you think. And heaven is awesome. Heaven is awesome. Heaven is beyond our imagination. God's kingdom is so awesome. You know, how do we know? How can we, what evidence can we show? How do we know that God's kingdom is so, so awesome? We have glimpses. The Bible tells us certain things about heaven. I want to read to you something that that Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 12, 12 through 2 through 5. It says, I know a man, and many people think that Paul is talking about himself. It says, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know, but God knows, was caught up to paradise. He heard inexpressible things. Things that man is not permitted to tell. Now, Paul says that this man, who many people think was him, was caught up. And the word that he uses, caught up, is the same word that we see in Second, I'm sorry, in First Thessalonians 4.17 for rapture. It's the word harpazo. He was raptured. He was caught up into the third heaven. And he saw things that were inexpressible. Inexpressible that he, could, he was not permitted to tell us. So he's taken into the third heaven where he hears things so inexpressible, and I think it was worship. It was probably he heard worship going on. So unbelievable that he was not permitted to share it with anyone. Now, what do you think he heard? I told you, I think it was the worship, the worship, how the whole he- all of heaven was worshiping God. We don't know, but we can imagine. We can look forward to the most beautiful magnificent, most awesome, most enjoyable sounds you could ever think or imagine. That's what's in heaven. That's what's waiting for those who are faithful to Christ, who receive Christ, who follow Christ. Paul was not allowed to tell us what he heard. But Isaiah had a similar experience, and he tells us in Isaiah 6, that in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on the throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphims, or seraphs, each with six wings. With two they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. And at the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with, the, with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord God Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to him with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken from the, with tongs from the altar. With it he touched his mouth and said, See this, has touched your lips, your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, here I am, Lord. Send me. And he said, go and tell the people. And he did. He told the people of the wondrous things that he saw in God's kingdom, how he saw and he heard the magnificent praise and worship of the angels, the seraphs. Heaven is a place of great and awesome worship. We will worship. We will praise. We will adore. We will love and we will be loved 
in the very presence of our holy, holy, holy God. Heaven is a real place. And you know, it's a place of great and awesome beauty. You know, we hear sounds of worship. We're told that there are sounds of worship and there's worship going on continually, everlastingly. But heaven is also a place of great beauty. And I don't know if I'll have time to read all the scripture, but Revelation tells us, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth was passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared. Here we have that word again, prepared. Jesus went to prepare a place, and here it is. It has been prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. Revelation goes on to the 15th chapter. It says, The angel who talked with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the, the city, its gates and its walls. The city was laid out like a square as long as it was wide. He measured the city with the rod and found it to be 12,000 stadia, 1,500 miles in length and as wide as it was high as it is long. And he measured the wall and it was... 216 feet across by man's measurement, which the angel was using. And he goes on and says, He didn't see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine for it. I'm sorry, it doesn't need the moon or the sun to shine on it for the glory of God gives it light and the Lamb is its lamps. You know, from what we see in Scripture, heaven is an amazing, exciting place, full of music, worship, and serving God our Father. Don't think that heaven is boring. So many people think that heaven is boring. But let me tell you something. Even with all the amazing things the Bible tells us about heaven, in 1 Corinthians 2.9 it says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. Even with all the, 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 the things, even with all the, the scriptures that we have about heaven, with all the things that the Bible says about heaven, really we have no idea. And we can't even begin to imagine what it'll be like. Take everything the Bible tells us about heaven. Take everything you could have possibly imagined. Every enjoyable thought. And multiply that by a million. And you still have not begun. To come close. Even to come close. To what heaven will be really, really be like. All that. God has prepared. For those who love him. I encourage you to be ready. To be ready for the rapture. To be ready at any time to meet Jesus. You don't know how long you're going to live. You don't know how long you're going to be here. None of us do. But I pray that we're ready. And if you haven't taken that step yet to be ready, I encourage you to follow this prayer. Close your eyes. And say these words and mean them with your heart. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. And I believe that you died on the cross to pay for my sins. Forgive me of my sins. 
Forgive me of all the things that I've done, Lord, in this life, and cleanse me and wash me. Make me born again, that when you come, Lord, that I would be ready to meet you in the air. Or when I close my eyes for the last time, that I would hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into your reward. Lord, I want to be born again to live with you for the rest of my life, to serve you and to follow you. I pray this prayer in Jesus' name. And if you prayed that prayer, then I want to congratulate you and welcome you into the family of God. Because Jesus went to prepare a place for you to be with him in his kingdom. Well, I'm out of time. I actually went over time. I hope you enjoyed tonight's program, tonight's message. And don't forget about Friday nights to come out and worship with us. Don't forget to be here next Saturday night as we come back to pray with you and bring God's word. Jean Tucci, God bless you. God bless you and good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.